Welcome back, friends. This is the Good Midlife Podcast. This is our last episode of the year. Um, it's been a good year. It's very cold in Louisville today. Uh, it's very seasonal. As we had hot last week for Christmas, it's cold. It's normal uh, holiday time weather, so it feels pretty festive here as we go into the New Year's weekend. Richard, you're in Louisville, too. Tell me what's going on your way. Uh, not much to anything. Uh, uh, went down to Nashville for the holidays or for Christmas. Uh, spent it with my mom's sister and her family, and uh, so it was good. Um, and yeah, just enjoying the holidays, enjoying time off from work, and and kind of going from there. So yeah, enjoying myself. Good, excellent. Um, we had a good holiday too. Good Christmas. Um, busy. As always, um, we went to, on Christmas Eve, we went to Barn 8, which um, I think is a restaurant you like. Is that right? I do. I do. I've been there twice, and I've enjoyed it both times I've been there. So, yeah. Yep. I thought the food was really good. Um, we had a good time with the family. Uh, I did, uh, I had a dish called Mafaldi, which was a pasta dish, and it was delicious. Um, however, I was very, very bloated all night long. I did not sleep well <laughs> Christmas Eve, barn eight. I don't know what was going on with that. It was tasty, but man, the bloating was uh, was real. Um, and then we do Christmas with uh, Elizabeth's family, and it's a her birthday is Christmas Day too. So we have you know kind of double action Christmas uh, with all of that action going on. And so then we get home around ten o'clock, and uh, then I have a really bad attitude on Boxing Day as I have to go to work and everybody else just kind of slowly rolls into the rest of the week. But um, having a good time. My girls got home on uh, Tuesday night, so they're here for several days and having a great time with them. So what uh, what a treat to hang out with family. As always, as always. Yeah. Um with that, I, we'll, we'll go ahead and jump on into this episode. I want to talk about some New Year's stuff. I've got some thoughts and uh, some opinions, and I want to ask you questions of you about some of your New Year's pasts, uh, parties and not parties. Um, before we do that, I'll just remind everybody that you can reach us at the Good Mid Life Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's where you'll find pictures and fun stuff. If you want to email us, it's thegoodmidlife at gmail.com. You can also find Richard at Kenshin Crew on Instagram. And you can check us out there. We didn't get a ton of listens this week. Kind of a light week. Everybody's doing family stuff, and I totally understand that. But one person in Romania listened. I think that's our first Romanian listen, so that's kind of exciting. I don't know what they listened to or if they enjoyed it, but I did see one listen from Romania this week when I was just checking stats before we started. Very recording. nice. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. Romania. Nadia Comaneci, what's happening? <laughs> um, So... You know, it's bowl season. We got the big UK bowl game tomorrow in the uh, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, lovely Jacksonville. Um, we talked about it on our, our bowl preview show where we picked bowl games, which, by the way, I have not tallied anything up, but I will tell you right now, I am in dead last place. I am. I have done terrible picking and betting bowl games in the first uh, week of, of all of this nonsense, so... Um, I think Katie's probably well, there. There has definitely been some surprises. I mean, it's it, uh, I was surprised how bad uh, some teams were, and uh, yeah, so um, and how some teams didn't even show up. So it's it's pretty surprising. How did Boston College win outright today? There's no way that should have happened. They're terrible. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. how did Doctors win against Miami? 
Yeah, yeah. How indeed? Well, I think Miami. I, well, Shannon Dawson. We talked about that. <laughs> Miami is yeah. a flawed team. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. It, it anyway. That's uh, I'll I'll update everybody next week and kind of tell everybody where we are as we get through the weekend of all the 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 fun big games. But um, fun to watch. Uh, I'm losing. I'm going to try to turn it around here. I got a couple of bets laid out for tonight. So let's see what happens. And uh, so cats versus start that over. Let me start that over. That was bad. Cats versus Clemson tomorrow, Richard. We're going to get together and watch this. Um, we talked about it a little bit for anybody, anybody who hasn't listened yet. You still feel good about the cats winning this game, right? Yeah, I, I do. They, uh, it's, it, it dep- I think it depends on if Clemson gets a couple players back. Uh, we should know that by now. Um, I haven't seen any updates. They, I think they were waiting on one player to possibly come back. But yeah, I think uh, I think the chemistry. I think it's a lot hinges on our quarterback, unfortunately. So, but yes, I do feel pretty good about it. I feel really good too. The one thing I'll say, the one thing that that worries me, the more worried today than I was a week ago when we did our recording is. This bowl season has kind of looked like it doesn't really matter so much how many people opt out. You kind of have to think about what the teams, you know, you just kind of like what they are, like you are what you are. And, uh, you know, like last night, USC with over 20 opt outs and they still beat Louisville by 14 points. Louisville had like three or four, not many, two really good players. And admittedly, Louisville's not great. But going into that game, you wouldn't have thought USC was two touchdowns better with 20 players not playing. Um, if he had played that game, and, and, and their quarterback looked like a world dominating quarterback last night. Yeah, first, first start, right? Yeah, yeah. six touchdowns, Unbelievable. right? So, I think Clemson is still a team that's won national championships in the last decade, and they're still getting national championship caliber players. So, I'm a little nervous about it. Um, but I still like the Cats, I'm still going to play the Cats. I wish I'd bet them when that line opened at seven and a half, but. Uh, I, I still like it, and uh, we'll see. We're going to have a good time tomorrow. I got the day off at the 11th hour. Thank you, Kelly, for coming through on that. And uh, so we're going to have a good time and kick off the weekend right. Um, since we last spoke, we had a basketball game, a little one here in the state. And uh, it was something. Be tiny. Be yeah. tiny. Yeah, Kentucky Louisville. It, it's uh, used to be the biggest game of the year for both schools. It has not really been that so much in the last decade or so with um, the way the programs have gone in different directions. But man, Kentucky didn't even play that well, and they just destroyed Louisville. What a mess that program is. Well, it'll be interesting because there was uh, there was I mean rumors. Strong rumors that uh, Kenny Payne was on his way out. They were about to, if it did not go according to plan, which after the first five minutes of the game, it became quite apparent it was not going to go to plan, that uh, Kenny Payne was going to be out. If that was the case, and it could be the case next year, that Cal has coached against four different coaches in his tenure at, at Louisville, in his tenure at UofL, or at tenure at UK. Yeah, that so since, is unbelievable. Yeah, since, that is pathetic. Yeah, since Cal's been at, at Kentucky, that'd be four different coaches that he's coached against. So that's interesting. Well, yeah, that's right. So interesting. You know, they th- there was speculation about Payne being fired after the Kentucky game. It would it made a lot of sense if that was going to happen, but 
Um, you probably saw the reports that I and I didn't realize this, but Louisville is carrying a ton of debt in the athletic department from previous buyouts and from facility upgrades and from lack of ticket sales and all of the things that go into running a successful athletic department. And I'm not surprised, but that is a swift fall from grace for one of the programs that literally used to print money. They were in the top five in terms of profit-making programs in the NCAA. So that has well, turned around. It sounds like the money funneling from the Yum Center is uh, finally closed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, good. yeah, right. Well, I, you know, they they had to buy off. Um, they, they, I think the buyout for um, who was the last basketball coach that that Goober. Um, that, that was a Mack. big Chris Mack. That was a big buyout situation there, and then. Some of their other facilities they're doing upgrades on that's costing quite a bit. So I think they still have the yum revenue, but, um, and, and you know, they had to pay Patino money and it, it's, it, it's been a mess, just a mess. So it doesn't really look to get a lot better immediately. Um, so, you know, sorry guys. Uh, but another year we, we won both games, football, basketball, uh, we're, and, uh, hopefully we win our bowl game and keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah, into the new year for sure. Into the new year. Now, speaking of the new year, um, I think we touched on this last time or one time recently, but you don't go out much New Year's Eve, right? You're kind of a homebody on New Year's Eve. What do you guys do usually? Well, I mean, it, it just depends. I mean, if there's a party, we'll probably go to it. It's, uh, I mean, most of the time, I mean, lately it's we've been out of town. So uh, last year we were in Mexico at this time and and stuff like that, but – Sometimes we do go out other times. It just depends. It's just, honestly, it's like, what, what, what's happening, honestly? So, yeah, gotcha. Um, we really, I, I don't know that we've even gone out on New Year's Eve since we've been together. Definitely not since we've been married. And I'm, I think we have, we may have gone to dinner one night, but usually we are pretty comfortable to sit home. I don't even think we did that because before we got married, I was in E-Town, and we did a lot of New Year's Eve's down there with some friends and their kids, but just hang out at home with the kids, watch a movie, um, and and do, you know, watch whatever's on TV and, and just relax, have some snacks, have some cocktails, and don't get out and about. New Year's Eve is, I would call it, I, I've called it this for a long time, it's a uh, an amateur drinker holiday. You know what I mean? Like, people who yeah. never drink. They rarely drink. They don't drink. I have a glass of wine every now and then. Uh, they decide they're going to get loose on New Year's Eve. And so it gets silly out and about sometimes. Um, and also, we're older, so that's a different thing. But in your 20s, 30s, when people didn't drink and decided they're going to get loaded on New Year's Eve, it's it, it's not that pleasant. Um, I think St. Patrick's Day is an amateur drinker's holiday, too. Oh, uh, most definitely. Most definitely. In, uh, in our neck of the woods... Derby Day is an amateur drinker's holiday. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that as well. Super Bowl Sunday is for professional drinkers. Everybody that drinks hard on Super Bowl Day is uh, probably a drinker already. Um, I I'm just kidding, but uh, of course. But um, I think I, I think the big amateur drinker holidays are St. Patty's Day, New Year's Eve, Derby Day, and I think honestly Halloween is getting there. Right, like the way that Halloween has changed in the last twenty years. Don't you think oh, yeah. so? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I, I used to, it's like we used to go to a regular party. It was, uh, two friends of ours shared a birthday around that time, 
and we would go to that and it's just like yeah i'd probably be hung over for a couple of days after that event <laughs> right so, right yeah so yeah um yeah i think the last time i went out on new year's eve i, I think it's been it's been 12 years or so i i think it was a night i was at um the Louisville institution, Jack Fry's, we had a late dinner seating. We had a large group and we had the 10 o'clock dinner seating. So we had dinner and then midnight came while we were getting our dessert ordered. And that was pretty fun. It felt kind of sophisticated to be sitting in a, a fancy restaurant while all that stuff was going on. Um, do you have any great new year's memories? Any that you, that you loved like as, you know, a parties or something exciting that happened? Uh, I mean, just, kind of crazy stuff like just going to I mean some parties and stuff like that and then it was I'm trying to think if there's anything that really I mean one year I went to Phoenix Hill Tavern <laughs> I'm going to tell that a Phoenix was, Hill story in a minute go ahead that, that was uh, an interesting evening I mean it was packed and there were like big troughs of beer and, and stuff like that and and um did that but other than that i mean it's honestly it's just typical new year's eve stuff nothing nothing too outrageous nothing too crazy i guess yeah i, I same for me uh you know i there were there was about a three-year period where i went to uh phoenix hill tavern for new year's eve like consecutively i had was living in lexington or right in louisville there was you know just a bunch of people and that's where we ended up and um like you said, that was an experience. Uh, that place was a fire trap. I can't believe it never burned down before they closed it. <coughs> um, but one night we were there, and it was packed, again, packed to the gills. And with a whole group of friends, um, let me ask this question before I tell the story. Have you ever kissed the wrong girl on New Year's, or have you ever no. had your girl kissed by another dude on New Year's? No. No, I have not. You, so, not me, but I was in a party where this happened. I was in with a group of friends and I'm um, not calling anybody out. I'll call, uh, let's see, this couple, we'll call them uh, Marty and Matilda. And uh, <laughs> Marty and Matilda had been dating for two years, three years, something. They weren't engaged, but they were an item. You knew they were together, right? And there was uh, another girl in the group, we'll just call her Sally. And um, Sa Sally had been... Um, She'd been friendly with multiple dudes. There was another dude in the group. Uh, well, let's go. Let's call him Butch. And uh, Butch, uh, I think, had actually had a relationship with her. Not even, not maybe a big one, but she they'd messed around. She'd messed around with another dude, whatever. Um, but uh, Sally, uh, I like Sally, but she's a bit of a fluke. And um, it gets to New Year's, and people are trying to find one another, and somehow Marty and Matilda are not standing in the same place. But Marty and Sally are, and Sally just grabs him and plants one on him. Meanwhile, Matilda sees this, and the night goes south. It was um, unpleasant. That is still a sore subject to this day. It comes up periodically when we're in uh, groups with Marty and Matilda. And, um, you know, that was, uh, as you could imagine, that was un unpleasant for all involved. I could not imagine how uncomfortable that must have been. It was, it was very awkward. It was, it, the night went south. Uh, for them particularly, and, you know, of course, then the rest of us were dealing with awkwardness. Um, postscript to that, uh, Sally, she, for about a decade, had 
season football tickets about 10 rows in front of me with her husband and two kids or whatever. So I saw her a lot, but yeah, whatever. Um, have you ever had a night, a New Year's Eve night go south like that, though, where you get in a fight, you end up with a fight with your date or a fight with some friend? Because you get a bunch of people in their 20s, early 30s, and they're all hammered. Uh, it can't, it, like, those nights sometimes end badly, as you know. Yeah, I, I don't think I've had a particular bad night like that. I think uh, I think one of the... Uh, Stranger moments I've probably had is just in, um, I mean, yeah, I can't think of anything right offhand that stands out like where it's gone. I've had to, I ended up walking one point and like freezing, like cold walk of shame, that kind of sucked. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, but it wasn't really a walk of shame. It was just like we couldn't get a cab. Anymore. Right, right. And it was just, Honestly, it's just like there were a group of us, and we could not get a cab. And it yeah. Stopped. So now, yeah, but but I I don't think I've ever had a New Year's Eve go south like that either. I mean, I've had other nights like, you know, I've, definitely nights where I've ended up in a fight with a date when we've been out, or when other stuff gets weird with other people. Um, I'm thinking about that night that Kentucky lost to Wisconsin in the Final Four. That was a night that went south in our group. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that was one of those, and um. But it's never really happened for me, I, and I guess part of it is that I didn't go out a lot on New Year's Eve. Like once I got out of college, um, I got married a couple of years later, and then my first wife, she had um, a job where she was on call sometimes. So we had multiple New Year's Eves where where she was on call, so you can't go out. And then and then we had kids and and all that stuff. But um, did you did you uh, uh, the Y two K New Year's Eve? Did you do you have a memory about that? Did was there anything cool that happened? Big party, anything like that that you were? Well, doing? I I remember where I was. I was working. Uh, I had to work at Lexmark. I was I had a job at Lexmark while I was in grad school. So I was in grad school on that New Year's. Um, and then um, we I worked and we had to watch basically the clock to go across because of the Y2K thing. And we were all worried that the supercomputers were going to, or the computers are going to melt down and we were going to, I meant doomsday was going to happen potentially. Um, then uh, it didn't. So I managed to get home real quick uh, and then met my group of friends down at the Hyatt downtown or the Radisson. I can't remember. I think it was the Radisson. Um, they had a multi-layer party, like multi-floor party, and uh, my girlfriend and I got a pretty big fight that night. So it was a it was a good time. You said, yeah. you said you did get in a big fight that night. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was, there it is. There's I, one I, that yeah, went south. Yeah, that one yeah, went sideways. That, that, when you when you mentioned that, all of a sudden it, it came roaring back. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was not a particularly fun evening. So uh, um, drunk. Drunk, drunk twenty year old Richard, just an idiot. So yeah, yeah good time. Yeah, uh, Y two K was one of those years where my first wife was on call, and she actually was uh, upstairs in bed, and uh, I I can't go to bed before midnight in on New Year's Eve. So I sat up alone in the basement watching it, and um, it was fine. You know I, that that whole Y two K thing was interesting. People were freaking out about it, and I mean I knew that if stuff was going to go bad it was we were going to know long before it happened because you know australia or wherever it goes first they're all going to break down and 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 explode you know long before it gets to the eastern time zone and 
Thankfully, yeah. none yeah. of that happened. And uh, but that was a good. I know a lot of people who had a lot of parties around that, and uh, you know, so good times with that. Um, let me think here. I got another New Year's hit I want to do. I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. Do you participate in that? You know, it's it's I kind of do, but I I don't formalize it. It's more in my head, like okay, I want to accomplish this. Um, so like last year was do the marathon and and stuff like that, and maybe lose some lbs, I guess. But other than that, it's yes and no. It's just uh, it, this year I haven't really thought about it. It's just I, I'm trying to get through 2023 with with my head on. Um, uh, because it's been, I, I'm just hoping 2024 is better than 2023. And there's a couple of things I'd like to do uh, that I didn't get to do last year from my marathon, potentially uh, do a bike ride um, and maybe travel a little bit more. But what about you? Yeah. So I don't get into the big resolutions. You know, I, I'm like you, I'll, and I don't do this every year, but there may be something that I want to do. And it's something doable, and it's actually, and sometimes just saying it um, helps you accomplish it. When I played golf a lot, when I was first really playing a lot, I was terrible at hitting a six iron. And I just decided that that year, I'm like, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to learn to hit a six iron. I'm going to hit it better. And so I just practiced it a lot. I made it a point of focus when I went to the range to practice the six iron. And by, you know, the middle of the year, it was it was probably the best club and probably still is one of the three best clubs in my bag. So, um and then sometimes it's just goofy stuff. Like uh, there was one year where I was like, you know what? I don't know how to make fudge. I've never made fudge. I'm going to make more fudge this year. I made two batches of fudge. Neither were brilliant, but I was like, I'd like to make fudge at some point. So let's do it. Um, but I've never been one like, okay, this is the year that I'm going to join a gym and, and get in shape. Or I'm going to, I mean, you know, I'm not a smoker, so I'm going to quit smoking or I'm going to, you know, get off the smack this time finally for real uh but you know so those things aren't really you're not on the smack anymore no hallelujah right um so i'll think about it in the next couple of days i'll come up with something my wife is all is much more reflective about that than i am and she thinks about things she wants to accomplish or thinks about things she wants to change and um i'm i'm i guess i'm a little bit more complacent which is not necessarily a good thing but uh i do think about things like that thing either i i don't think i mean yeah, there's always things that can change, but it's just like one thing is like to be able to pivot in the middle of the year and, and get that done. So it it, it could be uh, so but I, I don't see anything wrong or do you do the tradition with the black eyed peas? Hell no, I that if, I, I'll eat dirt, but they I don't like black eyed peas. They taste like dirt to me. What about you? <laughs> uh, if if I'm near my my mom used to do that a lot, so I, I we used to do it, but I haven't done it on my own. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I I don't dig it. Um, any of that stuff, you know, New Year's Day is I I I do like to clean it up after New Year's. It's not like the whole dry January or I'm going to lose pant weight or whatever. But you know, you get off the rails. So I get off the rails so hard in the fall and winter between the holidays, the sweets, the drinking football season where, you know, you eat wings and, you know, Buffalo chicken dip and stuff like that. So I do try to clean up how I eat and drink after the first of the year, because there's just not that much going on. Like what we do the last, you know, third of the year. 
Um, so as far as that's concerned, I do that. And I would like to start that on January 2nd. My wife really likes to start that on January 1st. Really, on January 1st, I'd like to still have some beers and watch some football and maybe have a plate of nachos while I have my day off. And she would like to get up and go for a walk at 930 and, you know, get a couple of miles in and maybe have some salad and something healthy for dinner. So we have to sort of strike a a, a, a little bit of a compromise on New Year's Day as far as that's concerned. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where it's just like I the only thing that's interesting about this year is 2024 is the the new year starts on Monday. Um, I look at it; it's a new year, it's a new week, it's also a new decade for me. So I got a lot of things that's just like I thought about. Like, I mean, I don't drink a lot to begin with anymore. I mean, I, it's just like I do have do have a couple of drinks here and there, but um, it's, I, I look at it as just like, I, I have told myself I'm going to try to get up and go to the gym on January 1st, whether that ha it's just like, I, I have tried my hardest for a very, very long time to get up early and go to the gym. And I just have a hard time doing it because I usually sleep better from like 4am to 7am. And then I have a hard time getting up, but yeah, it's, it's, it's so I, I'm kind of looking at it just like well it's 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 a Monday New Year's Day is a Monday but I kind of agree with you it's just like if if I was my younger self I'd be probably pretty hungover on right on New Year's New Year's Day so all those things the nachos and everything else sound really good but I do also like hey it's a football there's a lot of football games on there's there's a lot of stuff to do et cetera et cetera so yep for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, we, uh, I don't know how hungover I'll be this year. We have, we'll probably have a bunch of high school and college age kids in the basement. So I'll probably have to keep it together while we're, uh, while we got that stuff going on on, on New Year's Eve. I think that's what's well, happening. So getting up early, Jim. I mean, I think you have, it's like, if she was, there's your excuse. Have yeah, just cut and, loose. Yeah. Let's just go. Yeah. 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 Right. Why right. not? Uh -huh. Go for it. Go for it. You know, I can't, I, when I was a runner and I, that, that used to exist in my life, uh, I ran my best in the evenings. I, I, I've tried getting up early and running and I can't do it. I don't know if uh, it's, you know, kind of the fasting or, you know, even if you had a protein bar, it's still, I couldn't do it. But running between no, I, like I, eight and I, 10 o'clock, I'm killing it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's just like, I, as a runner, it's like, I run better in the evening than I do in the afternoon. I mean, or I run better and then the morning. I mean, it's just like I feel clumsy when I run in the morning. So my biggest thing is getting to the gym. I did. I have mapped out a plan of what I want to do, but the big thing is, is like, do I want to? I mean, am I going to get up? It's just like I say I'm going to get up, but it's also my last day off for a while. Right. So the bed's like, warm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So, as a kid, did you watch Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve? Was that a, was that a staple for you to watch? I mean, it, it was always on in the background. I think it, it was always on as an adult. I mean, until he passed away or mm -hmm. became too old to do anything. So, yeah, it it definitely was on for sure. We call it New Year's Dick and Eve at our house. That's the show we call it. We just it's a, <laughs> yeah. But, but um, you know, 
I don't know if you've watched the last couple of years. NBC's not doing it this year, but the Miley Cyrus New Year's Eve show was really good. Did you watch that at all? No, no. No, it was awesome. The one two yeah. years ago with Pete Davidson was fantastic. Um, so and, a lot of train wrecks coming together under oh, it's uh, great. New Year's. Yeah. She had Dolly Parton on last year, which was fun. Um, but so like the last two years we've sat and we bounced between the three networks with their New Year's Eve shows. And um, I think Miley's is the best. I like it. I liked it the last couple of years. But the sneaky good one is CBS did one last year that was uh, Christmas in Nashville where they bounced around between different clubs and had different country music acts perform. And it was really good. It was sneaky good. And uh, uh, I, I probably watched some of that again this year. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So friends, if you're at home and you're looking for something and you like music, um, I thought the music on that was better than anything that I saw on uh, like New Year's Dick and Eve when they're there. But they, I didn't know half the people on it. It was TikTok stars and it was, you know, Instagram stars and it was people that, that I just had never seen before. Right. Whereas, yeah. you know, I'm seeing little big town in a club on, you know, Broadway, which was pretty cool. Right. On the other show. It, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just like, I, the funny thing is like, it, it's, I, I just, it was always on in the background, so it's just like I never watched it. It's just like I was probably too drunk by that point most of the time. So it's 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 anything's kind of interesting now. So right. especially as I'm not as drunk or or drunk as I used to be. So right, yes, yeah, good midlife baby. Um, all right, let's hop off New Year's Eve for a minute. Uh, have you watched anything on TV, movies, anything? There's a lot of great movies that have come out and. I got to get to the theater. Ferrari's come out. I want to watch Maestro. I think that's on Netflix. I can't wait to watch that. Really big Oscar buzz movies, but I haven't gotten to any of them. What about you? You know, uh, we've watched a couple of documentaries. We watched um, uh, Mother God, which is just a train wreck, but it's very interesting. Uh, I, I recommend it. Um, we also watched Murder in Boston which was uh, a very interesting documentary about in the 80s about um, a couple got carjacked and the wife who was pregnant got murdered uh, and the husband got shot, uh, blamed it on an, um, a black youth who said did it and then come to find out it was actually the husband killed his wife or shot his wife, et cetera, et cetera. And all the things that happened with that um, and then we also watched Barbie. I, I watched Barbie. Okay. Um, All right. Now we're with, getting somewhere. How was yeah, it? I, you know, it was it was really funny at parts. The ending is atrocious, in my opinion. It was just god awful. Um, it, it it reminds me of everything else in this world that's getting jammed down our throats. Um, but that's again my opinion. But uh, I just didn't like the. I did. It just. I thought the movie was good. It was entertaining, but it was just like it was. There was a lot of tongue-in-cheek humor in it, but overall, it's just like it was. It's silly. I mean, but it was. I mean, they're trying to make a point too. I am surprised. I will say this: I am surprised Mattel signed off on it. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's like they, they, they. It's just like they kind of butchered Mattel a little bit in, yeah. in parts of it, and I'm like, Mattel agreed to this. Um, so anyway, but it was, uh, it was pretty good overall. I mean, is, it was, it was not bad. 
is it streaming or is it rental or is it uh it's on hbo yeah hbo it's okay HBO. it's on max yep. okay okay yep. good i, I want to see that that's that's good I'm, i'll take care of that maybe this weekend um and then i think that's about it on the movie stage have you seen speaking of documentaries i heard this one referenced this week and i've never watched it have you seen the jerry falwell documentary about um the i think it's the son who the gardener was banging his wife yeah and, have you it was seen the that? Pool boy. It yeah, was the pool, pool boy. boy. Yes. Yeah. Have you seen it? We, it, it... We, we watched it early last year, I think. Or okay. this year, I should say. Um, I, I keep thinking we're in oh, 24 already. But um, yes, uh, I have seen it and it is very interesting. Okay. It's, All right. Yeah. It's, the, it, it's, it, it talks about Liberty University quite right. a bit. And yeah. A lot of stuff. So yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Okay. I want to check that one out. I know it's out there and um, I got to check that out. I think I have... that's on Hulu. I think you're right about that. I have nothing really in terms of TV movies and stuff because we've been going and, and busy and, um, you know, we had a friend's birthday party last week on Thursday and uh, Friday we, I don't know, Elizabeth, there was a party with some, with Elizabeth and, <coughs> and of course, you know, Saturday, Sunday, now we're in all the holidays. So we've watched some stuff, a little bit of holiday movie stuff and um, then just some, some other like last night was just like put some fluff on and we, we started an old season of Survivor and watched like three episodes of that with the kids. Um, now we have talked, you're talking about New Year's Eve plans. It's just like we have discussed uh, going to an early dinner and then coming back and watching uh, Killers of the Flower Moon um, because it's like in it like three and a half hours long. Or it is. It is. It's yeah. three and a half so, hours long. So don't eat a heavy dinner because it's going to be hard to stay awake. But I, I can do I, I can do it. I, I know somebody who can't put it that way, who will not be able to stay up past the night. Well, I'd be interested to, to hear what you have to say about it. I really like the movie. I love the book. Um, Elizabeth did not like the movie quite as much as I did, but I thought it was great. And uh, um, it was a little long, a little long, a little bit like The Irishman, I think I've said, where it was unnecessarily yeah. long. But, um, you know good scenes in it everybody acts great everybody um everybody's just great it, it, it's a, a well-written well-directed movie i think so yeah we, we've we've discussed that so that might be an option so the other thing we've done this week is we, the girls got home and then uh we play this game and uh it's not a board game it's not really it there's cards involved there's tokens involved but it's called splendor have you ever heard of this have you ever played it uh-uh it's a strategy game and it's super fun and you can only have four players. So you guys, maybe sometime when you guys come over, we should bust it out if you like games. Cause I, it's really yeah. fun. Uh, maybe we, loves games. So she'll be all about, she that would love it. Her. We, okay. We need to do splendor night sometime this winter when nothing's going on. We'll just make some soup and have play splendor or something like old people do. And, uh, but it's really fun. It's a strategy game and it's, it's, um, that, that's all I can really do. Cause if I explain anymore, it's going to sound ridiculous, but Friends out there listening, uh, if you want a fun game that you can play with with friends or with kids who are, you know, 14 and over, Splendor is fantastic. Jill, a uh, friend of the show, friend of our lives, she is the one who introduced that to us. We used to play a lot with her when we lived next door to her. So the kids came home. Splendor during the holidays is always a big deal. And uh, uh, I won uh, two nights ago, so I got my win for the season. I feel really good. Anna usually wins, but uh, I took a win, so. Felt very good. Nice. 
Nice. Yep. Nice. Yes. Um. All right. So let's see. Anything else I have? I don't have anything else on my list to get to tonight. Um. What about you? Anything else you want to talk about? You know, I, I would. N- I. I don't think so. Um. It, it is the last show of the year, so it's it's been a very interesting year to say the least. Uh, but uh, no, I can't think of anything honestly. Yeah, I'm. I, I think I'm I think I'm pretty good. Like you said, kind of a slow week with news and topics. We talked a little bit of uh, New Year's Eve. It's always interesting to tell stories and think about that. And and we're embarking on our second year. And I think, uh, you know, Bill Cosby has been canceled, but he is a smart guy. And he once said, making your first comedy albums easy, making your second ones where it gets hard because, you know, you got your whole life to draw on for the first one. And then the second one, You've you've just got you know the last year and a half of your life and and you have to write your comedy. Not it's our sophomore album. It's our yeah, sophomore album. sophomore album. And so we're getting ready to go into our sophomore year of this show. So hopefully we can keep it fresh, keep it interesting. I've got a couple of great ideas for the winner. Um, uh, one that involves a bracket and some guests, and we're gonna have a lot of fun with that. So if you're of a certain age like we are, you're gonna really have a lot of fun with that. Um, and some uh, possible wings of death. Yes, we want to do some wings of death around March Madness. So we're going to have some, we're going to, we want to take it up a notch in 2024. Maybe that's our New Year's resolution. We're going to take the show up a notch. We're going to do some remotes. We're going to have more guests. We're going to have some challenges. Um, Our sophomore album is going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be Led Zeppelin 2. There it is. That's it. Um, It might even be Pearl Jam Versus. Oh, okay. Okay. Which... I think it's better than 10. I'm not going to lie about that. I, I do too. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, <laughs> we'll talk nerd music stuff too this year. So it'd be fun. Um, all right. Well, with that, let's get out of here. Happy new year to everybody. Everybody have a great 24 Richard. Give everybody a happy new year. Happy new year. All, uh, be safe out there. Go cats. Uh, bo- both games tomorrow, uh, against Illinois state and Clemson tigers. Suck it, Tigers. Um, that's for my uh, brother's in-laws. So kidding, of course. No, but go Cats. Uh, but other than that, all good. All right. Happy Blue Year is what Richard just said. Let's go Cats. Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you guys for listening so much. Keep listening. Keep living your best midlives. We are going to keep living ours. <laughs>